Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Hello, everybody. You are on fire with Krista Mayshore. We're so happy to have you. We have a lender in our presence today, Debbie Galvan with Land Home Financial. She is not only in my coaching program, but she's also a really, really great friend of me. And her goal for this program is just to add as much value and actually help as many people as possible. So hi, Debbie. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. I told her, I said, just pretend like you're just on a normal thing. She's, she was a little nervous, and I don't know why, because she's great. So um, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, wait, I'm nervous because I know how big this whole coaching program is going to be, and I'm like one of the first people, so it's going to be like one of the very first people that went on Oprah all those years ago. That's why I'm nervous. Oh my God, you're so funny, you're so funny. Okay, well, we've been doing it for a year and a half now, and we've, we've probably helped about, probably just under 500 people, I think. Yeah. But we haven't had, we haven't had very many lenders, so um, that's why it's so exciting to have you and and tracing to see your success but even whether you're a lender or a realtor tell me a little bit about you know what you're been you've been going through and what's been happening with you lately so I always go back to when I started and that very first conversation that you and I had about this which was just back in April and you were like Debbie why aren't you in the program and I was telling you all the reasons the roadblocks the problems whatever all the reasons I felt like I wasn't in it and you said to me, you said, Debbie, that's just problems. Like, this is the solution. And I literally have taken that one phrase of yours, and I've implemented it into everything else I'm doing. And for every obstacle I come across, I'm like, okay, that's the problem, but what's the solution? You know, so every single thing. So it's just the biggest part for me so far, and I've only been doing it for three months, so I know that there's a lot of, you know, digital marketing things and things that I'm still learning, but the biggest thing for me has been the mindset training, like so, so big. And it literally has just changed me, changed me, everything about me. Which is so funny because you don't, when you, I know you and you don't seem like you have, you, you, you have a, you're in your head a lot, like you don't need a whole lot of mindset help. But, um, so tell me what, it, what's, what's helped you about the mindset aspect of it? What have you been doing differently now? First of all, I know you're doing solution-based thinking. If you're listening to yeah. this, Solution-based thinking means don't focus on the problem. Don't ever say, oh, this is hard. I can't do this. The, the idea is always like, how, you know, how can I get to where I want to be? Or what, how can I think of this differently? Or how is what's happening to me right now? How can I view it as um, something positive? Like asking different questions to yourself and not focusing on issues, but focusing on how can I make this better? How can I improve? 
So for me, I've always, like my biggest thing has been about like over the last 10 years, right? So I, I owned multiple homes, the market crashed. I was a lender. I was in it. I was, I was kind of the primary person in the family. Um, my husband's always been the stable one, but when you're in lending or real estate, you can make big money. And when I got into it, it was right before everything took off. So I thought that was just the way it was going to be. So I started buying homes. I thought for every kid, as they went off for college, we were going to have a house. You know, I just had really big, huge dreams, which now with my newer mindset, I'm like, there was nothing wrong with that. You know, but for a long time, I was thinking I was so stupid. I shouldn't have been thinking like that. And then when the market tanked, everything was lost. But it was more than five Explain it was lost. So you explain that. Like when the market so we lost, we lost one rental home. I did a terrible loan for myself. Lenders are like the worst lenders for themselves. And I did an 80, 20 interest only up in Reading. And, um, it just, it didn't even pay for its own rent, you know, but when I got into it, I was like, well, we're making money. We can, it's an investment in our future. So some of that thinking I still would say was stupid, but, but when the market changed, we just didn't have the funds to be able to cover the lifestyle that we had created for ourselves. Right. So we lost one home to foreclosure back in 2008 when it first started. And then we ended up losing, we, then we sold two homes in short sale. Mm -hmm. So and you lost your primary home. I remember we short sold our primary. so long because you felt like it, you know, it was, you were a failure from losing it. And, and now the problem is that you still, you, for a long time, you've still been living in that scarcity mindset. Did you yes. know that six out of 10 people that went into foreclosure, I think actually you're the one that told me the statistics, six out of 10 people have not repurchased so that means only four out of ten have repurchased since the foreclosure and the crash right right I do know that <laughs> um, but yeah so it's just it's it was such a hard hit to me um, because I was in such a place like I'm gonna buy homes for everybody and we're gonna have all this you know I just thought everything was gonna be fantastic so when everything tanked it wasn't it wasn't like I could look at it and say, or let's say I didn't look at it and say the market tanked and the, and I wasn't set up properly for those circumstances. Instead, I took a personal. So we ended up clinging to our house for too long. I tried to modify the mortgages for too long. It, when you're going through that, you're just kind of beating yourself up left and right. And I wasn't protecting my mindset. So any sort of fear that was lingering around me, I accepted it all in. Like I was a just complete failure. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, I did that for a long time before I finally, huh? How long? Um, we probably went back and forth on our house. I would say for, we really should have short sold our house probably back in 2009 or 10. And we didn't move out until 2013. Okay. So, so from that was three years of just beating myself up. And then talk about after the foreclosure, after you lost the, you know, after the short sales, talk about your mindset. What happened to you? How were you, what was going on? So I didn't lose that mindset. I just kind of kept feeling like I was a failure. And, and instead of living large, like how I was thinking, I'm going to buy all this, I'm going to do all this. I never recovered from that. I didn't allow myself to dream. One of the best things that your program has done for me is on that daily sheet. The very last question it asks you of the day is, did you allow yourself to visualize? And I, that is like huge. I didn't do that for a long time. So I would literally, because that was one of my goals when I went to the summit, I was going to fill out that daily sheet every day, and I have. And every day at the end of day, I look at that, and before I can check off that box, I will sit in my bed at nighttime and visualize myself paying off that last debt or buying my next house or 
going on in, in this program, I want to be able to write out a check on like no payments. I'm going to write out a check for cash. You know, I just want it to be able to go. I don't want to live payment based. I want to have money, money's abundantly flowing into me. You know what I mean? Where I'm not always worried about that. And so I just have all these visions of what I'm going to do. Good. Okay. So now, so you, you went through a couple of years of beating yourself up, feeling bad about yourself. Now tell us what's changed. What, what are you doing now? Okay. I went, just so you know, I went, it's probably more than a couple of years. So I moved out in 2013 and I joined your program in April of 2019. I went through that entire time of beating myself up, not visualizing, not dreaming of the future, just kind of feeling like I was, um, you know, a failure. Like I, if I set goals, I'm not going to reach them. So why am I going to set them? Like I, I am an optimistic person. Like people that know me wouldn't know that I really feel like that. But yeah. inside I was like, no, you can do it. But then I'd be like, no, you can't. Yeah, you can do it. No, you can't. Who are you fooling? You know, you can set that goal, but you're not going to do it. You're not going to accomplish it. But so this program is the first time. You were talking yourself down on everything. Yeah. Yeah, with every thought that I would I would say outwardly, I'm going to get that goal, then inside my head, are you really? Are you really? And I didn't understand the, the power of what was going on inside here and what I was doing to myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the things about being happy is just changing your focus, right? Right. Happiness is a state. It's a state that we choose to be in or not. And no matter, no matter what you're going through, you can say, I'm going to choose right now to be happy. I'm going to choose right now to change where I'm at. Right. So, okay. So tell me what have been your biggest breakthroughs in ahas? You said that the mindset you've been using, doing a lot of the mindset trainings that we teach. Talk to me about that. So that is huge. I recently told my husband, I said, we, so I recently, my daughter's going to school in LA. So I drove out there a couple, two weekends ago and I listened to this podcast the whole way down there. And the podcast was about, um, saving money. And this guy was a this guy was a financial planner. So he was talking about, the book is about his grandmother who taught him how to invest in McDonald's when he was seven years old. And then his dad was a financial planner. So I was thinking, wow, this guy comes from a family of financial planners and they train him to be um, you know, good with his money. Where I come from, and it, this was a huge epiphany to me, I come from you know, my credit, my parents use credit cards, then that's what I did. And then I bought all these houses on credit, even if they were upside down, you know, but I never focused on saving. So I decided on that trip, I'm going to focus, and even my business, even my business, I'm helping people get into debt, right? It's good debt because it's going to create assets, but it's still everything about me was focused on debt. And so I decided when I got home and I did it, is I opened an Ameritrade account, I'm going to start paying myself first, even if it's $100 a paycheck, it's going in there and I'm going to start buying some stocks and just learning about something new. Now that is something I would have never have done. I would have said I would do it, but I did it. He says you're supposed to pay yourself one hour a day, which yeah. means <laughs> five hours a week, 20 yeah. hours a month, and just put it aside no matter what. So you should do the five hours a week. So, so just, I increased my 401k. I increased my husband's 401k by night. We were only doing 1%. That's scarcity mindset thinking right there, Krista. 1% I was doing. I came home, immediately emailed his payroll place, and I said, increase that to, I want it to be 10%. Good so for you. did all that. I increased mine from 10 to, I think, 11%. And I set up this Ameritrade account, and I have new direct deposits going there. Look at you for taking action. Great. Yes. You know, if you're having trouble saving money, this is the question to ask. If you were working in a job that you liked, right? Not necessarily that you liked, 
and they came in and said, you're going to have to take a 6% pay cut or we're going to fire you. Most all of us would say, oh, I'm going to, no, you know, hey, I don't want to get fired. I'll take the pay cut. Well, give yourself a 6 to 9% pay cut and get it taken out before, you know, if you get a commission check or whatever it might be, or you get a pay right. then take it out, have it, have it automatically be deposited and save that for yourself, right? You should also be doing that with your marketing budget. Everyone needs a marketing right. budget. Okay. Right. So, um, so tell me what's happening. Your mindset's changing. You're, you're, you have more energy. It seems like you're also, I know, changing your physical, you're into yeah. physical. What's up with that? Yeah. So I, I, the same thing, the same phrase, like I was saying, okay, I'm going to get up every day at four 30 and exercise. And I wasn't doing it. So I said this, asked myself the same question, Debbie, that's your problem. What's the solution? And the, the reality right now is I have teenagers, right? They're all on summer break. And we're staying up late and I want to enjoy that time with them. They're not going to be here forever. So I want to enjoy that time. And I was like, okay, you know what? For the next 30 days, and it just started like two days ago, for the next 30 days, I'm on a push for myself, a challenge for myself. I'm going to focus on the positive. I'm going to eat an apple a day. I'm going to eat a banana. I'm going to eat a salad every day. I'm going to focus on all the positive things I can do for myself. In reality, I know that's going to make me not, I have a sugar problem, but I, that's going to make me not want sugar. But then I can just focus on the positive. I'm literally taking that one thing of just focus mindset and putting it into every aspect of my life. Good. Okay. So, so the mindset portion of it has been really, really helpful for you. So tell us about your business. What's happening in your business? Again, you've been in the program now for how long? Two months. Two months. What's going on with your business? So with my business, I'm not, I'm, I constantly think tortoise and hare, right? And I'm going to be the slower one, but I am going to make it to the finish line. So what I'm doing in my business is this can be super overwhelming and, and I know I don't do well overwhelmed. So I'm just taking piece by piece and I'm breaking it down and I'm implementing. Even if I'm not going as fast as I feel like I should be, I'm just like, no, focus on getting that done and moving on to the next piece. So I am doing videos. I've just started doing videos where I'm sending them out to be edited, which I, you know, I feel like I'm behind on that, but I'm like, it's okay. Just get it done. That's all that matters. And some people are at a slower pace. We talk about with, honestly, with this training or any, coaching and learning and never stops, right? It's not like, oh, I'm, I stopped. I mean, the goal is to constantly upbuild yourself, learn right. more, become better, uh, invest in yourself. So it's, 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 a, it's a long process. And this program is very, there's a lot to it, right? So yeah. it's definitely, I'm not a, you know, we always tell our students, this really is more of a two-year program. You're getting your master's degree in digital marketing and in, and in, um, so knowing that, it's not, so you're doing great. I love that you're keeping positive about it as well. And I think too that it's, everything always changes. And I know you to know that you're not going to stop. In two years, everything about digital marketing probably will have changed and you're going to be teaching new things. So in my mind, I'm a lifer and I'm staying here forever. And so that's when I can take the pressure off myself and just say, implement this thing, that thing. Like I went to the summit, you guys all did that marketing plan they all just were basically able just to redo things and change, you know, a few things about it and have it be done. For me, I kind of revamped it to be how can I best serve my clients? And one of the things I get asked all the time is what they don't understand the process. So I thought I'm going to use this opportunity and be able to hand them something in writing where it's going to help them. And then I want to be one step better than all the other lenders, which is how you've always been is, you know, 10 steps better above every realtor then I want to be 10 steps better than every lender. So what if they call me to get an application and then immediately I send out this booklet to them and yeah. they get it hands, you know, where they can touch it in their mailbox and, hey, thought this might help you to understand the process. I mean, it's just 
so it's a no-brainer. Absolutely, yes. Okay, good. Perfect. So you're implementing, um, you're you're getting things done in your business that you didn't have done before. Um, yeah. You're organized and you're, you're actually showing up as somebody who is more of a community market leader, even in the eyes of the people that, that your clients that are in front of you. Right, right, right. right. And the other day I got my hair done, um, Tuesday, Monday, and the lady, I looked at this lady and she had a little baby with our little kid and I was, she just was so pretty and I wanted to tell her and I go, you know, I know this is weird, but you are just so pretty. She thought I was going to tell her that I knew her mom who was a realtor and then she's like, you're in real estate, right? And I was like, well, I'm a lender, but it was just so weird to me. And then later I thought, I bet she's seen my videos. So she didn't really place it, but I looked familiar to her and she knew somehow I was in real estate because I kept going, why is she asking? That's so weird. Why did she ask me that? And then I thought, hey, my videos might be working. <laughs> yeah, the more consistent you get, you'll get more and more of that because that's yeah. all the time. You're like, yay, you know? Yeah. Okay, so, oh man, I wish, I wish I could get them to hear you and you call me because you call me and you just get like, you're just so pumped about you know, how you're feeling about your life and your business and how you're just like so changed. And I want to convey that so bad right now, but it isn't as natural as when you call me, you know? I know, I know. But you know, like I was just saying to my husband the other day, I said, this will be the first year that in December I get, you know, my last paycheck and I go, oh my gosh, we made this much money, you know, and I just, I'm always feeling empty. Like we didn't do anything new with it. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. And I told my husband, this year is going to be different. We're going to have money in the bank. We're going to feel like I just know how much I've grown this year. It's just been insane. It's just been insane. So you seem like it. You seem like it. You absolutely do. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, your new um, look on life, your new focus, your new positivity. It's also, it's also, I know, helping your family. You were were telling me. For sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. It really helps, you know, who's really struggling right now is my daughter being away at college. And, you know, she misses the family and all that. But she, this is really, like, last year she never called me to, to get help. But this year she'll say, Mom, how would you think about this? How would you, you know, what would you do? So you could just tell that they see it in me and they know I'm going to come from more of a positive aspect than how I was last year. I had a lot of stuff going on last year, you know, which kind of made it harder. But it's just like God just aligned everything this year to where I could just really grow and deepen and, and go farther. Because, I mean, my heart is to help people. My heart is to help people get into loans and get into real estate and be able to grow their family wealth. So you have to be passionate about that job to want to be able to do it every day. You, and you're so good at it. You love people. You're great at it. I love people. (laughs) With people listening right now, what would you, what would be, um, first of all, what's your number one business tip you'd give them? Um, I like when you say serve, don't sell it's that's real like really figure out how you can help people and figure out don't just, it's not just about the paycheck. Don't make it be about the paycheck. And I think for me, I think, okay, I am paid really well. Like if you look at my W2 at the end of the year, I'm paid really well. What I do from, you know, every day in between that is just serving people, knowing the paychecks are coming. I just want to serve people. So I really take that to heart when you say that. And I think that that's really important. So serve, don't sell. And I always said, well, people before things. If you take people care of people, the things will come. You truly have yeah. to have a serving heart. Okay. And then what's just your one overall tip in journal? If somebody um, right now is listening to this and they're, they're, they're thinking they might need some help, they're afraid they don't have the money, what would you say to them about, about possibly investing in themselves? Oh, my gosh. 
I would say, I will tell you, I've been running three ads, like with the videos I do, and I just do them here, like so far I've been mostly just here, and I give out my quick trip, my, my quick tips, which are reach videos, and I literally, I've done other programs, you know, I would say similar to this in the past, they don't tell you how to do it. They really want you to feel overwhelmed and baffled by the whole thing to where you're going to ask them to do it for you. Where your program, you are telling them how to do it. You're telling them why it's important to be consistent. You're teaching them everything, teaching us everything so that we can do it. So I run three videos every week, and one's a reach campaign to you know surrounding areas. One I'm trying to get to. I don't know that I understand this one all the way, so I'm still working on this one. But one of my big niches that I have a huge passion for is people like me that have lost their homes. That's 61% of people. And then my, the other one is my past clients. And right now we're having, you know, a big refi boom and I am slammed busy and I know it's from those videos. I know it's because I'm in front of them all the time because I haven't done anything else different. I'm still working on my CRM. I'm still doing all these other things, but my videos are in front of them. So I, I know that I'm top of mind to them to where they're calling me. Like instead of us saying, well, they love me. Why didn't they call me? They're really calling me. Yeah. So I know that they're working on that level. So you would, so your business is busier since you've, since you've joined, it's been eight weeks. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I want to tell somebody. You are absolutely going to be making an investment in yourself on not on, on amazing business side. And if you do everything that the program tells you, I know that I know that I know you're going to make that money back and then some, but also on a personal side, it's just, you just can't even begin because it's, it's like I was able to, I, this is how I feel. I feel like I had a cluttered desk, which was my mind, right? A cluttered desk. And I couldn't think through to get to the next level or even what was I going to do a year from now. And I feel like this program has just helped me wipe away the table to where I can honestly think. Because for a lender in this program, you kind of have to think a little bit differently. Like how can I use what Chris is teaching or what they're doing and how can I implement it into my system and how... We're changing all that. So now we're actually going after lenders. So now it's a whole different thing. Like we are now focusing on how do we make the program make it so that lenders don't have to think they can just implement, plug yeah. in and but even, but even for the videos, like the community videos, I'm like, okay, what if I started reading these books, like the one I just did the, the, the drive on and I listened to, what if I started reading these and taking tips out and giving people tips about money advice? Like that's a community video. That's creating my own community. And then people will see me in an expert, not just trying to sell them a mortgage, but overall finances. Like, that's who I am. I told you that day on the phone, I feel like I've tapped into something of that's who I am. And I forgot about her. In all of that mess and all of the stuff that happened, I forgot about her. And she's back. It's so exciting. Uh, you can tell. You look so happy, honey. You look happy and you can tell you've got your, your, your spark back, you know? Yeah. And so that, so that, well, I'm glad to hear that you're slammed again. You're busy, um, and and you, you more than anything, you're happy, and you seem so happy. You're fulfilled, you know, yeah. which is great. So, and honestly, to the people that are thinking about it, I would just say I cannot. And and I look at it, and I gave you a whole list of obstacles, and I have a whole list of like God-sized financial problems, right? I have God-sized financial problems, but I know that I'm going to be able. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I know that I'm going to be able to tackle those things and I'm going to be able to handle those problems. I just know that I am. And it's so big. Like I, I know that I'm going to handle problems this year that I would not have been able to handle without this program.
and that's amazing. Like I would tell anybody to do it. It's no longer, it sounds like you were drowning before almost. I was drowning. Mm -hmm. I was drowning. Now you're and above the water. Yeah. Yeah. You're I'm above I'm way above water. If I could if I could go into a bikini, I'd be the bikini girl on the <laughs> floating on top of the water. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, if you can wear a bikini. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Someday I will. I will. <laughs> okay, well you you uh, just Thank you for, for sharing your, your what's going on with you, what's working, what's not. Um, so if, if people are afraid, your answer is what? Do it. Do it for sure. Those are, there's, when you find yourself telling yourself the problems, all the reasons you can't, that I would say to you, just like Krista said to me, those are problems. You just found the solution. You have to do it. You have to believe in yourself. You have to invest in yourself. It's huge. It's huge for your business and it's huge for you personally. It's funny. So Debbie called me and she's talking and she was just like all these issues. And I'm like, well, you already have the solution. It's right in front of you. Yeah. And I just called her out on it. Cause she's like, well, this, and I don't have the money and I can't have bills and da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, so you have all these problems and you know, your solution is right in front of you and you're not taking it. So if you want to continue to be this way in six months, in a year, in five years, in 10 years, then don't take the solution. Right. And she just literally, it's like a light went off. And, and it was there. And so um, I'm glad to see that it's working because I knew it would. I've known for a long time. It just took you 18 months to figure it out. <laughs> if you think about it, Crystal, this is a full, full circle moment because the reason I called you that day was to tell you that I felt like you needed to pause. And I remember saying it to you. I go, there's people that are just stuck in life and they need you to pause on when you're talking about things you've overcome, pause on the problem for a minute and really let them understand where you were at because you're a goer. You're always thinking, what can I do? What can I do? Like you don't pause on your problems. You are, you're always solution based. Thinking. And this is, this is, let's just talk about this real quickly. So you basically, I remember you called and you're like, I just had an epiphany and I was, I was thinking about it. And I remember, um, when, you know, basically the market had switched one day. Right. And I went from selling like 160 plus houses down to 12 because all the asset management companies and banks, we were, we were normalizing again. So my business stopped. And I called Debbie and I was, tell him what happened. So I didn't even know all that. You were on a call talking about this and you, your call is always talking about when you had gone from doing 160 properties a year down to 12 and then you had to revamp your business. And so you started by doing location domination, postcards and all those things. And, and I listened to that story and I was like, I was there for that. And you were never, ever, ever like, oh my gosh, I'm having this big problem and I have to figure out a way to fix it. You just came and you said, here's, you didn't, I didn't even know there was a problem. You said, I'm, I'm revamping my business. I want to be high end. These are the postcards I'm sending. This is what we're going to do. This is what's going to happen. This is going to work. This is, you know, this is the result that's going to happen. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want in. Well, in my mind, I'm like, holy crap, you know, what is going on? And it did exactly what you said it was going to do. And so that's the part that amazes me is you talk about, I didn't know that you had gone from 160 houses down to 12. I knew you were revamping your business, but I didn't know the backstory. And never one time did I see nervousness or scared or anything in on your face. Not ever. Well, so, if you remember, I remember starting to go, God, I'm kind of, I started to tell you, and then I, because I remember this, I started to tell you, and I was like, nope, I'm not even going to go there. Just, it's focus on the future, focus on the, what's yeah. the solution? Because I was going through it, man. I, I mean, I had, I had, a, you know, my two daughters, and I had, a, I was the primary breadwinner, and it's like the business just went 
in a world spin and it was there was nothing I could do but fix it so instead of me thinking about the problems the why it was like how do I take this problem and how do I make it a blessing how do I um, make what's going on and turn it around right and it actually Thank goodness it happened because I did not like working with short sale with foreclosures. It was horrible working with foreclosures. And so we just spammed it. But it's not because, you know, I'm not tooting my own horn here. I'm telling you this because we all go through issues and problems. It's how we choose to deal with them. It's what we focus on. And you get what you focus on. The more you focus on, I'm broke, I'm scarce, I have nothing, my marriage sucks, life sucks, everybody sucks, right? The more you get sucks. Like you have to be willing to take every aspect of your life and make it better and 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 sometimes I'm not the best at that like I'll give you an example um, you guys know when I when I was divorced and you know all that that happened well when I met Steve we um, we fell in love very very quickly and I remember telling him like I'll never marry somebody that has their kids full-time because I didn't have my kids full-time and I know that you guys might think that I'm sound like a horrible person but I was like we I, I lost one marriage because we didn't you know spend time together we didn't put our marriage first you know, I'm older now. I want to make sure that who I marry, that we have time to be able to um, to be with each other. And so we got married, and two months later, my husband's son moves in with us full time. Okay. Now, mind you, he was 11, and he was um, he didn't like me. Like he did not like me, and he was completely opposite of us. Like he was very quiet and shy and didn't talk. And so we had a lot of years of hardship. And and so often I would focus on my God, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard. And because it was hard. Like when you're living in it with a kid that's brand new, that, you you know, I loved him, but he didn't like me. So he made it really difficult, you know, on us. And it was this huge new dynamic in the family. And my whole idea of, you know, part-time kids and part-time, you know, being that, you know, alone and close and all that, it just didn't happen. And it was difficult. It took me longer than it should have to figure it out. And one day I was just like, you know, this is hard, but this is my situation, and I've got to make this work. So I just started focusing on all the positive aspects, and, and quite honestly, it wasn't so much with my my stepson that changed. It was my outlook on my my marriage and my outlook on all the other things because I was kind of mad at my husband for a while for not defending me, for not you know telling his son to be nice. I mean, I, I was resentful, right? And until I finally said, I need to look at my husband for who he is, what a kind man he is, how loyal he is, how caring he is, and just know that. He was dealing with his own stuff with Casey living with us, right? He was living. He was dealing with um, the fact that you know he hadn't been there, and not by choice, but the, the wife had, not the wife, his girlfriend at the time, but his girlfriend when they were when the Casey was born, she moved away and she was all over the place, and so um, Steve kind of had that guilt for not being there, even though every weekend he would drive four or five hours, like both ways, and I mean he was a great dad, but he still had that that guilt. So he was dealing with the old guilt, right, and feeling guilty about not being able to be there as much as he wanted. So he didn't know how to discipline Casey and say, hey, you know, in this house, we do this, this, and this. And he wasn't used to being a, that kind of parent. He was used to being fun dad and dirt bike riding dad and camping dad and boating dad. He wasn't used to, hey, go to school, do your homework, say hello when you walk in the room, you know, be nice. And, and you know, you've got to be respectful. And so I was so focused on that because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and until I realized, nope, you've got to stop that and focus on your marriage and your husband and how happy you are everything changed, you know? Um, and I know I kind of went on a whirlwind there, but I mean, it, at the time it was this big, huge deal. And I look back now going, God, I should have, I should have figured that out sooner, you know, because I was living in this anger yeah. and, um, it, and it, once I was decided, nope, change the focus because you get what you focus on. The whole world changed literally. Yeah. The whole world. The whole world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is you're going through, whether it's your marriage, your, you know, your, your kids, your, 
um, your blended family, your business, your, your relationship, your, the way you feel about yourself, your happiness. You gotta choose to focus on making it right, right? And don't be afraid to take risks. No, don't be afraid to take risks. It's more of a risk to not do it. And I remember, and I would say this to anybody, Krista, you said to me, Debbie, I don't need the money. I want this for you. And I was, I mean, I was blown away. I knew that day this was the solution. I knew it that day in my heart and I signed up that day and I moved with it. And that's what I would tell anybody. I really, I told Krista before this started, I really prayed that by me coming on here, I'd be able to help people. And so anybody, if you're feeling stuck, I really hope that you'll listen to me because I had huge problems. And this for me is a full circle moment that I'm able to come back on and say, you know what, this was the solution. It honestly was. It just changed everything for me. Uh, that's so awesome. And, and um, yeah, I remember that day too. And I remember telling Debbie, like, look, I'm not going to, but, but, but it's not easy, Debbie. Please tell them. Like, this is not for the no. faint heart. Our program is not for somebody who just, there's no magic pill. By joining, you're not going to all of a sudden get rich and, and be great. You've got to put in the work. It's definitely um, a lot of work. But what I always tell people is put the work in now. Like, put yeah. it in now so later you don't have to. Anyone that, that has anything great in life, it was it's not easy. It doesn't just come all of a sudden, right? When you look at people that are doing well, and it looks like they were an overnight success. There was years and years and years of them failing, fall down seven times, get up eight, and then all of a sudden one day after you've fallen, you know, 2,000 times, it looks like, wow, I'm doing good now. But it's so, if you're listening to this, I will tell you, we believe in our program. We know it works, but it doesn't work if you're not going to put in the work. So, and it doesn't work if you're not going to be consistent. It doesn't work if you're not going to give it the time it takes for the program to work both daily. And then on a, you know, it takes a couple of months for it to start working. So we want all great people to join, but only those who understand that, you know, it's you, you're the one to make the, the, to make the change. Yeah. And, and go through every part of the training because you guys have laid it out so well that if you go through every, each step, each step and take all that you can from it and implement, because that's, that's the thing that makes you magical, Krista, is that you have bright ideas, but then you turn around and implement them. And so that's, and, and you're handing that to us, like you're handing us not what works and what doesn't, you're handing us, this has worked for us and this is what will work for you guys. All we have to do is take it, do the work and implement it. Yeah, and push through when it gets hard. Like when it gets yeah. hard for me to say, like, appreciate overwhelm means that you're growing, right? You're growing. Right. Right. Well, I love you, and I love that you came yeah. on here and did this. And I know that you were nervous, but you did amazing. And thank you for being just so vulnerable and genuine. And I know you're going to help a lot of people out there because there are still so many people that are stuck that have not recuperated from the crash. And and it's I get it. It's scary, you know. Um, I and again, I'm talking when you talk about myself so much, but I remember when I went through, you know, my divorce and you know, I told you, I lived in a scarcity mindset for years and years. I worked to the bone. I was the person that would leave at Christmas and go do a listing appointment and show properties on Easter. And I was just, because I had lost everything and had nothing. And I was so, I had built it back up and I was so afraid of losing it. And once I got past even that, my, my business has even crazily grown, right? So it's like the scarcity mindset, it's not serving you. And, and that fear of, being the way, the way you are right now, if that's what you think and you, you keep getting that. So you've, we've got to train our brains to focus on what's working, to focus on the good things, to focus on our wins and to focus on, you know, the present of what we want our outcome to be, meaning who you see yourself in a year is who yeah. you need to feel like and visualize and see today because that's what's going to help you get there. Right. 
exactly the visual yeah it's also good it's also good and i'm it's it's just such an exciting time for me and my business and i really want everyone to jump in because it's it's just great so make it happen well you're doing it though so congratulations to you debbie thank you so much for being here and you were awesome and i appreciate you so much thank you i appreciate you bye everyone bye. make it a great day do you ever wish there was an easier way to get more clients? Well, guess what? There is. And I'd love to give you my free, simple, easy to follow process for getting more leads and actually turning them into clients without the crazy hustle. If you're serious about making more money this year, enroll in my 100% free training course, The Ultimate Lead Gen and Conversion Playbook. Visit theultimateleadgenplaybook.com. One more time, visit the ultimateleadgenplaybook.com to enroll now. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and be sure to check out kristamayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time.